Hi guys and welcome back to the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast. I know that it has been a hot minute since I've had an episode for you guys. I just got back from a two-week vacation as I mentioned in my last episode and I couldn't bring my podcast equipment with me although I definitely wanted to but I am so excited to get back into a routine and continue sharing a podcast episode weekly. So recently I have been getting a lot of questions about what it's like to blog full-time. I feel as if a lot of people have this idea that blogging full-time and working from home is like a constant vacation. And from my own personal experience, I can say that's not always the case. As you guys know, I love to keep it real and that's why I'm excited to share how my experience has been while working from home blogging full-time. Now keep in mind, my experiences are personal and Just because I have experienced them doesn't mean that everybody else is going to experience the same things. So if I say something and you're you're getting upset or scared that that's how blogging is going to be like for you, that doesn't always necessarily mean the way that I experience my blogging full-time is going to be the way that you experience your blogging full-time. That's just a little disclosure. But anyways, I started my blog two years ago and took on my blog full-time a year later and this was actually quicker than most so if you're listening and you have been blogging for longer than two years and haven't been able to go full-time yet please do not get discouraged there is no set time that you should have gone full-time by so keep that in mind that's the beauty of blogging everyone's journey is different and your time will come when it's supposed to I always believe in timing everything happens for a reason that's definitely something that I live by So I'm going to first share some realities of blogging full-time that aren't so pretty and then I'll get into why I still blog full-time regardless of the ugly sides. Reality number one, it can be extremely lonely. Going into blogging full-time, I knew it would feel lonely, especially since I live in a small town where I am pretty sure I am the only full-time blogger. Maybe not, but it definitely feels that way because whenever somebody asks me, you know, what do you do for a living? And then I try to explain to them, they kind of look at me like I'm crazy. They definitely don't understand what full-time blogging is and what it all entails. And I even remember going to a financial advisor, trying to find like a tax guy to help me with my taxes. And when I had asked him to help me, and I told him what it did for a living, he was baffled. He literally looked at me like, it's crazy. Like, what is that? I've never heard of such a thing. So I definitely do feel alone, which is one of the reasons why I started Boss Girl Bloggers two years ago. I wanted to connect with like-minded women who had the same goals and aspirations as me. It helped me to feel not so lonely. And if you are in a small town like me or even live in a big city, I definitely recommend trying to reach out and connect with other bloggers in your area. Um, One thing that I wish I had done more of was attend events, even by yourself. I know it can be overwhelming and scary, but, you know, don't be afraid to meet new people who are doing the same things as you are. It definitely helps to make you feel not so alone and you kind of get that sense of community. So I also feel very trapped when I'm at home all day by myself, especially since my home isn't ideally what I want. It's very dark and can be very uninspiring. We're currently trying to save and buy a home, but in the meantime, it can become almost depressing to me when I'm home 24 seven. 
that's why it's nice to, you know, get outside, take breaks, and just enjoy some fresh air. I also will try and switch up my location if I can. So, you know, like go to local coffee shops and just go somewhere out in public that is, you can surround yourself with faces. And here's a little secret. Since I started my blog full time, I, I kind of do feel like I have become a little bit depressed. Um, and I definitely think that if my home felt more inspiring, I wouldn't feel so alone and like feel so, I don't know, like empty inside. But I can't change that at this very moment. Hopefully in the near future I will be able to, but um, since then I have been applying to part-time jobs just to get me out of the house, you know, for three or four days out of the week, you know, here and there. Um, if you go full-time blogging and you realize you need something on the side to get you out of the house, that does not make you a failure. And that's something that I have been battling with, you know, feeling like I was a failure because I quit my um, job, you know, back in January. Um, if you listened to my story at all before, I have always served most of my life. I was a full-time server. And the job that I did have kind of made me feel miserable. I never wanted to wake up and go there. And I knew that I didn't want to serve anymore. So that's why I, one of the reasons why I started my blog. But once I was able to take my blog full time and like started making the money that I needed through blogging and like offering services and whatnot, I was able to take that full time serving job down to part time. And then I recently did quit that job and I was so excited and so relieved that I had quit that job. It was just like felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. But then as I was blogging full time, I became a little bit depressed working from home every single day. Um, and I felt that I was a failure because I wanted to look for a part time job. But that's not the case, you know. You have to do what's best for your mental health. And if getting a part-time job will allow me to feel less disconnected, then that's what I'm going to do. That does not make me a failure. So if you're somebody who has taken your blog full-time and you are feeling alone and you just want to do something on the side to help you get out of your house or to just even give you the sense of secure, like security financially, do it. It does not mean you're a failure by any means. Now, reality number two. This is a bit more personal to my experience and that's not eating properly. And it's funny because you would think that since I work from home, I'd always be eating, but it became the exact opposite. I was forgetting to do very basic things like eat or get ready in the morning or shower or even breathe. At one point, it was very noticeable and people were telling me that I looked like I lost tons of weight, which I was already pretty small, so being told that I was even smaller wasn't the best feeling, even though some people would love that. But to me, you know, it, it kind of felt like, oh shoot, I'm not eating. They even told me that I looked even sick, so they were worried. They're like, are you eating? Like, are you getting sleep? And the truth is, no, I wasn't eating the way that I should have been. And I wasn't getting the sleep that I should have, like, gotten. I was staying up till 5 a.m. almost every night. And on top of that, I was forgetting to eat. 
And that's when I realized, damn, I'm really getting sucked into this full-time blogging entrepreneur thing. And that's all I would do. I would work on my blog. I would do client work and I'd focus on building my social media. And before I knew it, I would look at the clock and it was 10 p.m. at night. It's so easy to get sucked in. It's so easy to forget to take a break. And it's so easy to stop taking care of yourself when you are so passionate about making a dream come true. And from this, I learned that routines are so important and giving yourself a break is vital. If I could tell you one thing I learned from blogging full-time, it's to remember to take care of yourself. Wake up every day, shower, and get ready. Put on clothes because that's going to make you feel super productive and motivated and you want to go around and you want to open up all those blinds, all your curtains, let the light shine in, have your breakfast with some tea or some coffee and journal a bit before you get started. Then make sure you are taking breaks throughout the day. I literally have set timers that say put down your phone, put down your work, go and eat something, go outside, just put down everything and take a break. If you have to do that too, I definitely advise that you do so because going throughout the day and not eating properly and not taking breaks will burn you out. We want to do it all, but if we don't give ourselves a break and take care of our bodies, we will burn ourselves out. Reality number three, self-discipline is everything. So I'm going to tell you a little story. Back when I was a freshman in high school, I was going through a rough patch. My parents had just divorced. My dad and I were fighting. He had moved. So if you don't know, I'm from Massachusetts. I live in Massachusetts. So when my parents got divorced, my dad um, moved away to Florida. And so did one of my best friends because she had lost her parents at the time and had to go live with her aunt. So on top of losing a childhood home that I loved, on top of losing my family that was together, and on top of losing a best friend, I definitely wasn't in the best state of mind. Um, We were living with my mom's boyfriend at this point, which is why we had to leave my childhood home. So you could say I was a miserable teenager just dealing with divorce, and I never wanted to go to school. I was depressed, in and out of counseling, but nothing would help. So I told my mom one day, I told her, I was like, I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school anymore. I I can't get out of bed. I just, I can't do it. And I want to be homeschooled. At this time, she definitely thought I was crazy. And she knew in her mind she couldn't homeschool me. She worked three jobs as a single mom, like just trying to make a living for me and my brother. Um, So she did listen to me though, because she knew like, how depressed and upset I truly was. So she signed me up for some online classes. And the reason I'm mentioning this is because when I was doing my online classes as a freshman in high school with no one there to keep me disciplined, you can imagine I fell behind. Instead of working on my schoolwork, I'd watch TV and I'd sleep. And this ultimately led to me staying back. So I had to repeat my freshman year and it wasn't fun. I ended up going back to school because I realized I was not self-disciplined enough to stay home and do online classes. 
And through this experience, I think that's when I learned that self-discipline is truly everything, especially when it comes to turning your blog into a full-time job. If you lack self-discipline, you probably won't get very far. And I'm so thankful that I had experienced that back in um, high school because it taught me, you know, how to be self-disciplined. And instead of binge-watching Netflix all day, I'm able to be disciplined enough to get my work done. Setting timers has definitely helped me a lot, too. And I usually set timers for each task and work on it until the timer goes off, and then I'll move on to my next task. That helps me to focus on everything that I need to do throughout the day rather than just getting caught up in one thing. Alright, so reality number four, the lack of stability. And this is definitely apparent in the beginning. In the beginning, when you turn your blog into a full-time job, you'd think, dang, I made $5,000 this month, I can't wait to make another $5,000 next month. But that's not always the case. In my opinion, everything about blogging is a constant wave. You have your ups and you have your downs. You'll have your days when your traffic is just through the roof. And then the next day, you'll have crickets. And guess what? Sometimes that's normal. Especially depending on, like, the season. I noticed during the holiday season, things are up and things are just going great. And then around summer and spring, things start to die down because people are taking vacations and they're spending time with their family outside enjoying the weather. So... You could sell tons of courses one month, and the next month, you could sell half of what you sold the month before. In fact, I'm kind of dealing with this right now, um, and not with courses, but with clients. I had 10 clients booked for the past couple of months, and most of them have been with me for a couple months now. But as you know, Pinterest rolled out some sort of new algorithm, they went public, and that really affected Pinterest stats for a lot of users which kind of hurt my Pinterest management client base a little bit. I can't say if that's the exact reason why some of the clients had stopped with me, um, but ultimately, I can't let it get me down because my clients are all so sweet. Even though they did cancel and stop working with me, they were super nice about it. They told me they appreciate everything that I had done for them, so I can't take it to heart, but it's so easy to want to take that to heart and just feel down on yourself you feel like a failure. But you have to know there's nothing wrong with it. You're going to have clients and sometimes they're going to not want to work with you anymore. And not just because, like, not because you stink or you're not doing what you're supposed to do, but maybe it's just not right for them. I mean, you gain clients and you lose clients. And that's just the reality. There are so many reasons as to why your sales could be high one month and low the next, and it can be stressful, but I learned that I can't allow it to stop me. I could sit here and just wallow in my sorrows for, and just, I could say, I'm the worst, I'm not good enough, and I'm not worthy of clients or sales, or I could say, it's okay, you gain and you lose. There's always ups and there's always downs. Don't give up on yourself. You are worthy of helping clients. Just keep going and just keep helping. So the next time you see a decrease in blog traffic, followers, or sales, you have to remember that's the nature of blogging. It's a wave. It doesn't mean you aren't worthy and that your content isn't good enough. That's seriously so important to keep in mind. We've really beat ourselves up over numbers and that's the number one reason why most bloggers give up. Reality number five, 
the lack of benefits. With any job, you usually get some sort of benefits, you know, like 401k, health insurance, dental insurance, PTO, etc. But when you are self-employed, you need to get your own benefits. You have to have your own savings. You have to give yourself your own PTO. And it's not easy. I lose my health insurance in December, so I am definitely getting a little nervous. But I know most states offer health insurance, just not sure of the cost. But these are things that I have to look into as being self-employed. So keep that in mind. Alright, so at this point, you might be thinking, L, why do you love blogging full-time so much? This all sounds like a headache. But trust me, the positives outweigh the negatives. And that's just my opinion. You could sit there and think about all the negatives and think that it's just not going to be worth your time. Or you could remember all the positives that you get from blogging full-time. For starters, you get to make your own schedule. I mean, how cool is that? If I want to work Monday, I can. But if I don't want to work Monday, then I don't have to. There's no one telling me what to do and what not to do because I am my own boss. You get to work from anywhere in the world. I just came back from a two-week vacation, which I was able to do because I could take my work with me. This is something that I was never able to do or really enjoy when I was working as a server. I could take time off, but most of the time it was unpaid. And my favorite part about blogging is that I actually enjoy what I do. I used to be so miserable at my old job. I wouldn't want to wake up because I knew that meant working. Now, I never want to sleep because all I want to do is work. When you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work, and that's so important to me. And through blogging, I have been able to meet amazing and inspiring individuals. There are so many sweet, friendly, and supportive bloggers out there, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to talk with them all around the world, too. Blogging has opened so many doors for me and brought me some amazing opportunities that I would have never had the chance to do if it weren't for my blog. I was able to learn skills that will help me in the future, especially if I choose to get a job elsewhere later down the line. I also have been able to work with some of my favorite brands, which I think is pretty dang cool. And lastly, blogging has helped me find my voice and my confidence. Before I started my blog, my confidence lacked. I had so much self-doubt, I truly thought that I'd be stuck as a server for the rest of my life who could just barely make it by. But I am telling you, the moment you decide to change your life and make yourself happy is the moment that you find that confidence. You have to believe in yourself first before anyone else can believe in you. We all have the ability to become a full-time blogger. And if you are sitting here listening and thinking, wow, you know, I don't think I could ever do it. I don't think I have the ability to make this passion of mine a full-time job. (laughs) Then guess what? You're probably right. We are what we think we are, and that's how our mind works. If you want to become a full-time blogger, then you need to drop the woe is me mindset and start showing up every day, believing in your damn self. That's how you make it. That's how you turn your dreams into a reality. You show up every day with confidence and discipline, and you take those goals, you turn them into plans, and you put those plans into action. I believe in you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I am so grateful for all who have listened and stuck around with me thus far. 
You guys are the reason why I'm able to do what I love, and there is not a day where I'm not thankful for your love and support. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's at LDuclos, or on Twitter, it's at BGBloggers. Until next time!